Welcome to the Out of the Sound Podcast. Today's episode is all about catching up on all that's been going on since our last episode in December 2022. We hope you enjoyed. Here's episode 13. So we're back. How does it feel to be back? It feels good. It feels nice. It's been a minute. So... We were supposed to be gone for six months, but somehow that turned into, sorry, I said six months. We were supposed to be gone for six weeks, but somehow that turned into eight weeks-ish. But I don't regret it. Actually, I'm glad that we were able to get, get a little bit of a break and to prepare for, you know, this comeback episode. Yeah, we didn't just want to. I think by the sixth week, we realized that, okay, we need to do a bit more planning and put in more structure. So that's why I kind of like prolonged it. So it wasn't intentional. It wasn't planned. Yeah. I mean, I, I always imagine that nobody's listening to this thing. So <laughs> I, I, never, I didn't really feel like I was, like someone was on the other end waiting for me. I didn't, I didn't get that sense. But, but if you've been listening to us since episode one or, you know, you listen to any of the first 12 episodes and then you're listening to this one, thank you. We appreciate you actually asked me this week about the podcast yeah like when are we coming back so you see oh that's interesting yeah the, we have fans out there lucky <laughs> well well we're glad that we can at least put a smile on someone's face since we're back now yeah and this episode is actually on valentine's day so it is coming out on valentine's day right yeah so this is that's actually our valentine's gift to you guys what a way to come back yeah um month of love we so, what's been happening? Yeah, I think we should go over what's been going on since December 6th. December 6th was the last time an episode was released, I think. And so that, and today is, we're recording on February 8th. So, um, basically two months. What has the past two months been like for you? It's been, it's been interesting. By like December... But like December 1st, I knew I needed a break. Like I was mentally out. I think it was before December 1st. <laughs> before December 1st, right? I was literally out of anything work-wise. And fair enough, right? Like the way 2022 started, it was from one thing to another to another. So I just needed a break. So I literally took one month off. So if you come home, you will see me on the couch watching YouTube, Netflix, doing something and then maybe having, hearing a baby around me just jumping. But I was so chilled. I just needed a break. And then by like January, it went back up to like crazy, crazy. Like it's been busy since this year started. So that's how it's been for me. So it's like rest and then you come back. Boom, everything just starts coming back. Like, it's like, you never just, it's like, it just feels like the rest went out of the window. Like yeah. ASAP. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, the holidays, especially the end of the holidays, right? The December holidays, it's very interesting because it's supposed to be a break in some sense, but it's also a very, very busy period. Like, there's so much going on from like, you know, whether it's a carol service, or it's a Christmas pop-up somewhere, like uh, going to see Santa Claus. 
the lights and some garden somewhere or at the Capilano bridge or like there's just so much that you can be doing on then and of course like family members if you have to travel to meet to see family that you haven't seen in a minute and reuniting with family is always busy because you want to like you want to have fun but you also want to like hang out and you know yeah it can be stressful and then the f- oh yeah i can't forget the christmas tree you have to put up the christmas tree which is to me very very irrelevant and very very pointless and just a waste of time you have to do that too just let it go <laughs> no i i can't because I, I i don't i don't understand why we keep doing this to ourselves like we put up christmas tree beginning of december and then like less than a month you have to put it down and for some people that is that means like carrying this every lump of wood depending on like your situation if you put it, if you have an actual christmas tree or if it's fake with uh, depending on situation carrying all of that Working on some decorations, like spending like a couple hours working on decorations, putting it together, putting the stand up of the tree, and then like setting up your lightings, just committing to an ex- to a month of extra hydro like bill for no reason, and then in less than a month you have to do the work of removing it. In in some cases, if you don't remove it, some people start shaming you as if like you've done something that's like you committed a crime or something. So it's just a pointless tradition that i don't understand like if you want to decorate your decorate your house and let it be but decorating a, a tree <laughs> i don't know anyways that by the way holidays can be stressful and it shouldn't be it should be more of like a restful period yeah i can see how stressed you are yeah i'm really stressed just thinking about yeah so. all the holidays like but we've been around like like we know that the holidays can be stressful, right? So we actually have our real holidays happen in January, like after the holidays. So we every January, like we take a family trip, we go somewhere and we chill. Because we know that the December holiday actually isn't an actual break for us. We we tend to have things to do. You know, January is a period where most people are just like, you know, coming back to work and all of that. So we use the use opportunity to find somewhere that you can go to that may not have as many tourists because people are traveling back to wherever they came from. And then we just use that period to just chill for like uh, a few days and hang out. And and yeah, this time we, we had a really, really good time. Went to Los Cabos um, in Mexico yeah. and it was, was so much fun. But before we could talk about Mexico... I want to talk about December a little bit more because this December we actually did something nice. We actually invited people over. It wasn't necessarily just December. I think it started from November, but we asked people to come over. We had some friends. We like hosted some friends, and like I don't think I'm that much of a host, but I actually enjoyed hosting people and just hanging out with them. Even on Christmas Day, we had sort of like an impromptu hangout with them, or it was more of a lunch with with some friends because they couldn't make it to their family trip. Uh, and I think that was really, really special. So I, I did I enjoyed this Christmas a bit more than um, yeah, some recent say, Christmases. I think this Christmas, actually, we were talking about it, that this Christmas has been maybe one of the most meaningful Christmas that we've had ever since we yeah. moved to Canada. Because, I don't know, maybe just where we're, yeah, because honestly, before we moved to, Vancouver Christmas was like can you remember any Christmas you had in Winnipeg that was like outstanding not really 
I've... Uh, I mean, I, to be fair, I've not really used, I didn't, I haven't really been celebrating Christmas for a long time, so mm-hmm. I don't think I've really celebrated Christmas since I moved to Canada, if mm-hmm. I'm being honest. Oh, maybe that's right. I think for me, like, the standard of Christmas, like, back home when I was growing up has always been high, like, family, mm-hmm. having meaningful people around. For some reason, this past year in Vancouver, and everyone that we spent Christmas with, it just felt more meaningful than it has felt in a minute. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was really good. We ate, we ate good that day. We played really good games, like, fun games. Yeah. We had lunch, and then we had lunch at our place, and then we had dinner at another friend, and then we ate so much. Like there was it was good food that day, from like pounded yam to ham, <laughs> ice cream, and toffee cake. It was good. Yeah, it was actually a good time. It was yeah. a good time. And if any of the people who you know made our December a special time, if you if you hung out with you. In any way, in December, in I think end of November as well. When you're listening, I um, just want to say thank you for, for yeah, for making it one of our the most meaningful Christmases we've had in a while. Yeah, was was awesome. Yeah. So back to January, we went to Mexico. How was that? Went to Los Cabos. Yeah, Mexico was good. Like I, I enjoyed I enjoyed being in Los Cabos area. I, to be honest, I didn't know much about the area before going there, so it was nice to let's go somewhere new. Uh, so Los Cabos is technically two places um, it's a, that make up the region. Cabos, San Lucas, and um, San Jose del Cabo. So those two cities, just kind of small cities, but they're by the, by the water. And so like it's just have like, a lot of beautiful views. Yeah, just right so by the Pacific. Good, yeah. Uh, beautiful views. Like the people are, like the people are used to having tourists around, so they are very open and friendly and welcoming. They live very simple lives, and it's, it's amazing to see how they're just very appreciative of what they have. Yeah, it was a really fun time. The people remind me a lot of Nigeria, actually. Like just their. Just their way of life, just they seemed very free. It just seems free. Like I, I don't know how to explain it. I, I was having a conversation with someone about it actually. How the similarity between that area and some of the areas I grew up in in Nigeria. I think they just have a sense of of you know live for the day type of thing. Where it's like this is this is all we have, and we're going to make the most of it, and we're going to have a good time regardless. I mean, they don't have respect for personal space Nigerians don't have respect for personal space as well so like they would get in your face with like their their goods trying to sell stuff to you regardless of wherever you are like they would just walk up to you and try to put it in your face no but like yeah it was, it was people are really fun and I enjoyed it your food is really good the food was really really good yeah. I was waiting for you I was about to say you can't miss the food like the food was really good and very affordable I mean compared to like this part of the world, the food was really good. Simple, like who eats like salmon for like probably fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, and it, it and it's like it feels a bit more natural for some reason. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's processed food. I feel like we in Canada, I feel like there's a lot of processed food and you kind of get used to it, but you can tell the difference. You can feel. I don't know, maybe it's because you're close to the 
to the ocean or the food just feels a bit more fresh. Yeah. Which is which is which was nice. But right. I think Ivana oh, yeah. probably enjoyed Mexico the most because she every day she would walk up to us like we were in the hotel and we just wanted to like have like an afternoon off where we just chill. She would walk up to us, grab our shoes, come and ask like she would try to bring our shoes to us and like, yeah, it's time to go out. Like we have to go explore and yeah, because of our basically every day we had to like, go somewhere. She enjoyed being by the beach. She played a lot with the sand and almost scared me because I felt like she was take she was eating so much sand. I was, I was scared for a little bit there, but she enjoyed it. She enjoyed the pool as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. It was good. Good time. And hopefully more to come in the coming months. Yeah, January was great. So it was like the second week of January. So it was like starting the year. And then it's like, oh, you get to travel. So that was a bit, that, that feeling was nice. And, but literally as we came back, it felt like, like fire has been opened. I don't know the best way to put it, but it just felt like, Everything just opened up. It was just from one thing to another to an, like it's been from one thing. It's been very busy. There have been a lot of new changes actually and new things happening. So yeah. Like what? Like we've, our team is growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We kind of like push structure a bit for like, so we're basically how like, like we're, we're planning and structuring ourselves for where we're going in that sense. So we added a few more people to our team to help us. So now, like for me now, like fashion styling businesses, not just oh, as simple as it was before. Mm-hmm. Like this year, there are goals that I want to meet. You know, there are more people I want to like work with, pitch, yeah, pitch to them. So like we're growing in that sense and I need extra help and support. So it's good that um, we've been able to get that. And then for Toby as well, like, do you want to share your own, like, you're also growing? The the main thing is, yeah, we have, we recognize how, how busy things can get. Um, and yeah, right, like, coming back from Mexico, like, we were basically thrown back into the trenches. Like, we have to get to work. We have, we have a lot of things that we had planned to do, a lot of things that were waiting for us to get done. Whether it's like uh, for our business or for, or even like personal with family and stuff like that, so the past month, it's been a month since we got back. So the past month has been actually quite busy adjusting, and yeah, and and because we knew how busy things we get, we started making plans to get help, to get some support. So, and yeah, to your point, to also get some structure so that we can we can manage things better. We we have an assistant now. We have an assistant that helps us with making sure that like on track with what we're doing, we are a bit more organized. Person is more of an of an of a, an executive assistant for businesses and stuff like that. And we also have someone who's actually helping us with podcast now. So we have a podcast producer, which we're very grateful for because like I, I feel like they are going to help make this podcast a lot better. And it's good to just have someone who can. Um, at least take this project and, you know, dedicate some time to improving it over time. So, yeah, I think that that bit of support is, was very grateful for it. And, yeah, we, we still have more 
people that are really hard to our team over time that would at least help us improve the work we're doing. Yeah, I think the main thing is that, you know, it's a new year and yeah, we have goals and we have we have limited time, you know, in, in a day. We only have so much time to do certain things be- between work and family. So it's, yeah, it's important for us to at least be able to prioritize things well and be able to structure things well and, you know, be able to, and, and just having the support to do that, I think is, it's a blessing. I think um, it was actually a very smart call to like, okay, in what way can we get help to be able to take off like a few things out of our plates? And to be honest, everyone that we've, we, they've been with us for like, I would say almost a month, two, three weeks. And they've been very, like, we can see the difference. They've been very helpful. Even like the podcast producer, like, she came in with so much feedback. Cause I know many times Toby says it. He's like, I don't even know anyone that's watching. Like, we don't know, not watching. We don't know anyone who's listening. We don't really know what people think. Like, how good are we getting better? But like, I'm sure you would notice a bit of difference even from this episode. Like, so there have been so many changes and ideas that she's coming with and we can see how she's going to actually run with that vision to help this podcast also grow. So yeah, I think it's been nice. And then our executive assistant, she's also doing good. So it's really, really helpful to like have all that structure in place. Honestly, God bless you all. <laughs> but yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I, I, I agree. And I think for a lot of people, they're like, People do this thing, people have resolutions, people have someone that I know as um a word of the of the year, not necessarily a resolution. Which is this is great. Like it's just something you can Who is this person? Someone that I know. Not someone I used to know, someone I actually well, I used to know her and then we didn't know each other for a bit and then now we know each other, which is which is amazing. Yeah, but someone that I actually know. Anyways. I'm confused with this. I, I don't feel like they want me to publicize their name on the podcast. So I probably shouldn't mention their name. So anyways, but they have a word of the year and, you know, just something to help them focus and to guide their decision making over the course of the year. And I think that that's that's amazing. I think a lot of people like giving everything going on in the world, giving like the economy or just, you know, with the state of like work for a lot of people and also like you just growth in every in different ways people have been like experiencing different growths in in different areas of their life i think people are a bit more intentional coming into the year they reflected on the past few years and in some cases they were to like re-strategize and like kind of refocus going into yeah, so it may not necessarily be a resolution, it may not necessarily be a word of the year, but it might just be like a mindset thing. Like going into the year, I want to like think and plan in, in a way that I probably haven't done before. And I think that with, even with us, like just like when we were in Mexico, we did, we spent some time really just reflecting and really thinking about what we want next. And yeah, and I think just having that moment, it's it's very very important having that moment to like step into the air and to do things a bit more intention, a bit bit more intention. I think it's very important. And yeah, so having the two weeks, the two months off was really helpful for us in that sense. 
to able to reflect, to able to strategize, and hopefully the podcast gets better now that we're back. We can we can have some more fun conversations. We can have more guests come on, and yeah, and hopefully we can grow listenership over time. I have, I have something that actually I've been like I've thought about. So you knowing the idea of like having help and we strategizing, I think there was a big part of me that was struggling with the idea of like having people on board because there's always that mindset that you have to be like a big CEO or have to be like very experienced to put in like certain things in place you get like why would you be someone that's just within let's say a year and you have an assistant like do you understand that like people yeah like we are probably not big enough yeah or maybe rich enough to be hiring people, right? Yeah. Or to be working with people in that sense. No, I get, I get what you're saying. I, I used to be the kind of person that didn't like to ask for help. So, like, even when I was younger, like, we had someone was helping us in our house. It was just, at that time, it was just my, myself, my brother, and then my mom. My dad would be on the road. My sister was in college. So, we had someone that was helping us in the house. There was a point where, like, my mom was thinking of letting the person go, and she asked me what I thought about that decision, and, and I told her that yeah, we can let the person go. That you just any extra work around the house, I'll do it. That's how much I actually actually been a bit more. I've been a bit more opposed to having help, even for my childhood. So. I always got the sense that, like, yeah, I, I can, I can do it by myself. I always got that sense. Oh, I'll figure it out. Like, I'll do it. It is there like a crisis. It just to probably take take a moment and like figure out what the steps are to navigate through the crisis. That that's always my sense. So I'm the kind of person that you know, getting help is not natural. Asking for help is not natural. It doesn't come natural. It's really me stepping out of myself. But I think over the past few years, I realized that. Yeah, sometimes you just need help. Just only so much you can you can handle. And I think where we are as well, like we there are a lot of things we want to do, and we don't want the excuse of of time or the excuse of you know lack of effort or not necessarily lack of effort, maybe lack of energy because you're tired. We don't see that excuse to stop us from like doing those things. And so we realize what we need is an extra set of hands, an extra set of of eyes, um, more minds coming to join us to kind of help us figure out some of those things. And so I, so I don't see it as like, I don't think, I don't think you necessarily have to be a wealthy person to ask for help or to get help. Like if you're in a position that you can actually get someone and get people available to you. And if you're in a position to be, to like, partner with that person and reward them or compensate them in a way that they would find useful, then I think, yeah, I think, I think you should do it. I think it helps because at the end of the day, what is going to matter is like, did you get the job done or not? And having the excuse of not getting help or not, not wanting to get up. Yeah. It's just not a good thing. I'm enjoying the reward of you actually being like that. It beats in that aspect of like housework. I like, like I like doing the dishes. Dishes are actually fun. Like I don't know why people actually run away from dishes. dishes. Dishes and bathroom. Like why? Yeah, I like doing dishes. I like washing the bedroom. Like they're actually fun. I think I know why. 
not hundred percent sure, but I feel like it might be because one is a kind of is is a very very mindless task. You actually don't have to think about it. All you're doing is wiping down. It mindless when you're sweeping or vacuuming. You're thinking about the corners. You're thinking about a few things. So maybe your mind is a bit more at work. I don't know. I'm just guessing. No, but I feel like when you're... Think of the angles in the bathroom. I think the more you do is the more you just figure out that you just have to figure out, you just have to wipe down that angle and scrub it a bit more. Anything? But it's very mindless. And so I think I enjoy that kind of thing because I can just plug in my AirPods and listen to a podcast or like something while I'm doing it. Also... Or I can just zone out and like and think about an idea, maybe for a book, who knows. And then also like it it actually feels very rewarding because when something is dirty and then becomes clean, it's like, oh yeah, I can see the difference of what I just spent my time doing. As opposed to cooking. <laughs> I knew you were going there. Then that's the funny thing, because I find cooking reward I was waiting for you to finish, I'm like no. I find cooking rewarding. Like when you're done and then the food is so good mm. and you're like, wow, you've been eating good meals. Like, the point of cooking is to eat. It's not to look at the food. But the taste. And so the problem I have with cooking is that I can spend one hour cooking something. Some people have told me not to say that publicly, but I yes, I spend one hour cooking maybe rice. I don't know. Sometimes it takes time. Anyways, although now we, we use basmati right now. This actually it's faster than, it's faster than regular the regular white but rice. But you still don't even know the but measurement of the rice. We figure it out. Anyways, but you cook for like 30 minutes, let's say. The food is done. You, you're happy with how the food looks when it's done. Me, I'm hungry and I need to eat. So for me, the goal is eating. So you cook for 30 minutes, then you eat for like 10 minutes. And so it doesn't make sense in my head. Like I spend so much time cooking this food but I down it in like ten minutes, so it it just doesn't. It doesn't feel like the effort is equal to the reward. It feels like there's something missing. There's a gap. I feel like I have to do too much work just for this simple. The bathroom gets dirty in the next one or two days. No, no. At least that's twenty four hours. I might spend like thirty minutes or one but hour. The food can be put in the fridge. It's not the same thing. Like the eating is the reward. The eating is, and eating takes like ten minutes. So there's something wrong with the way we have approach cooking as human beings. We need more technology when it comes to the kitchen. Right. We need like tools that can help us speed up the cooking process so that it can be a little bit there closer to tools. the way you eat. Yeah. So those like things, what, what, those people, like what they call them, those people on like Food Network, um, the likes of um, Bobby. Bobby Flay. The guy with the go- the chain is always wearing the chain. Who is that guy? That's actually guy. That's the name. Like, guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Basically, the guy, that, that guy, and a few other people that oh, just wow. Richard. What was the guy from Richard? Oh, wow. like you guys Restaurant. Is your brain? Restaurant makeover. The guy that. Oh my god. What's his name? Is this what has happened to you? Well, my point is, those guys on Food Network, they need to like come together like they're doing great work with their kitchens and mm-hmm. everything um Gordon Ramsay and uh, anyways you need to come together and figure out how they can like what technology do we need in the kitchen to speed up cooking because cooking takes too much time for people like me we need AI there's too much right now there's, there's too many there's too many AI stuff going on 
to Microsoft, Google, yeah, just just too much. Anyways, but yeah, but but cleaning feels a bit more rewarding than cooking. I mean, I guess we can't. I can't argue this. I don't know. I I, I enjoy cooking more. So I guess you know who does what chores in our house, but I prefer cooking. I'm not a fan of like washing the bathroom or dishes that much. I can do it. I would do it if I have to, but yeah, yeah, you yeah, cook nice. Uh, how did you get to cooking, cleaning? <laughs> what was it? What were we talking about? I actually can't remember what the conversation was about. Because <laughs> I, I feel like we're talking about reflecting on the year. About him. That has nothing to do with cooking. <laughs> oh, help. How okay. Get, like, I'm the one that enjoys the reward. Yeah. And now, but then you're not saying to him. So, yeah, so. Yeah, get, getting help is a good thing. Yeah, basically, the point is getting help is a good thing. Yeah. No, yeah, getting help is a good thing. And, and honestly, if if you're the kind of person who likes to ask for help, or maybe you're not the kind of person like to ask for help, that's fine. Like, you don't have to, like, there's no need to like compare and contract. Like, as long as you're able to plan yourself properly and you know organize yourself and you know hit your goals, and that's important. I would encourage you to figure out how to get up if you have to. But yeah, but no, 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 no comparison. And speaking of comparison, do you think comparison helps one to improve themselves career-wise? Or do you think it downplays our efforts? I'll, I'll, I'll explain that a bit better. I think there are a lot of people, especially in the generation, and like LinkedIn is like something people turn to a lot. It It's very obvious when someone has a change in a job change. Okay, you can see your status, you can see certain things. I feel like it's easy, which that's what social media does, easy to compare yourself with other people. Do you think that's a good thing? Do you think things like LinkedIn, being able to see people's career progression. Do you think that's a good thing? Do you think it, it, do you think it inspires people or do you think it just makes them feel like they are not living up to um, a certain standard? I, I'm kind of in the middle. I'm kind of in like 50-50 because I actually do have two experience, like two things I want to share, like two experiences I want to share. One is actually me personal and then the other one is actually something I saw online. But I'm 50-50 I'm 50 because I feel like the people that actually see this and they're motivated, do you get? It actually makes them feel like if this person can do it, then I can actually do it all. What like it pushes you to get something. And then there's some people that when they see things like that, it just like everything in them feels like downplayed. And that doesn't necessarily mean it. Whoever is sharing it doesn't necessarily mean it's their fault. It's just more of like maybe where that person is at. And, you know, and some days we have bad days. You know, some days you can't even, you can be with someone that doesn't compare yourself. But there are some days, trust me, like in the journey of life, like you're going, you're tired some days. Some days you just feel like this thing is not working. And then the first thing you see is like someone celebrating their wins. And you're just like, yeah. Everything is not working. So some days requires us to like put more effort to like control our minds and actually be mindful of what we're taking in, right? So that's how I see it. But there's some people actually need to see other people doing certain things and need that push to be like, okay, I think you need to stand up. Like you to let it reflect your life. So like the first one I want to share. So there's someone on Instagram that I follow. 
and he actually does have a podcast. He's probably one of really like the few people that I enjoy his podcast because it's meaningful conversations. And he brought this guest on and he was, he shared about an experience where he had, there was a day. So I think they're both like in the influencer market space in Nigeria. You know, one is more even into like TV hosts that he is more into like fashion, influencing like content, like creating content, but it's similar, right? So I think this person and quite enough, quite fair, honestly, he was right because this person in the past one year, it feels like her career is at its peak. Like almost every other day she's announcing something, you know, not even with career, like even life, like today I'm pregnant tomorrow. Like we got a house, obviously like not everything's there. next tomorrow. I'm pregnant again. You no know, big, like very good, notable brands are approaching her. They're putting her on as the ambassador. So I think there was a day she posted about like an ad she had. And he said that he will not like that day when he opened it and he saw he was like, God, is he only this person that is in this industry? Of course, yeah, hustling. What is this person doing that, you know, I'm not doing? I don't know how she does it. I'm sure she has people that probably don't like her, right? but the way her community come through for her, like even me, I'm shocked, like how people support, like once she posts something, people so that's this whole never like a whole nother level of grace or something but like people go over and beyond for her and so i think that he was like what's this person doing that i'm not doing like i'm looking for some of this brand as well and so he was like instead of sitting and dwelling in that place of like jealousy or get like feeling somehow that he literally just reached out to her and he was like congrats on this thing you got like well my dear i have a question for you kind of like playing it and he's like I will not lie, sometimes when I see how, like, all these brands are reaching out to you, what you're doing, like, it even makes me start wondering, like, am I doing something, you know, am I not doing something, like, so what are your tips, how do you do this, like, even your community, and she, she shared with him, she gave him good nuggets, now that could have gone sideways, right, that person could have taken it, anyhow, but it just shows, like, how good, that means the person is even sharing from a good place, right, and it's her work, so she has to put it out there. But that actually taught me something. There's a way you can handle these emotions. We all go through these emotions, no matter who you are. I think it's normal among everyone. But he actually taking that courage to ask her. And, you know, that's humility. It's not that easy. You know, you want to, like, just put yourself together. But that's actually humility. And it doesn't, it's not that easy for someone to do. But he went, he learned from her. And that's one of the things that she told him. He actually started doing that. He's seeing results, like just the fact that he's engaging with his community different. He's seen how people are going all out, supporting him as well. Do you get? So I think, yeah, so that's one from that piece. And even recently, so now on the personal level for myself, this is my last point. I, I, I saw someone actually post, someone that I've followed for years. You know, she recently posted about something that she got. And I will not like, so that day already, I think I was having, I woke up feeling a bit tired. So I was having like a very low, I was feeling a bit down that morning. And I just randomly saw it. Honestly, when I saw it, I was so excited for the person. But I wouldn't lie that that day, I felt like, how do people get to this place where they're able to achieve certain things at such a, like this person is not more than 35 years old, do you get it's probably like early 30s. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not in my 30s. I'm almost there. Not that almost, but I'll soon be there, you know? But like, how did this person get there? 
And it really hit me. And I think already, I think I knew I was already at that place because for me more this year, I know that there's a lot I want to push out like career wise, but I don't have a personal maybe contact with that person, like the way this guy that I just explained, but I said, asking myself questions for a, for a few days, I actually refused to check what that person posted because I didn't want to like start dwelling in emotions that I didn't, I couldn't handle. So that's what I deliberately did. So to me as well, that was like, maybe someone might say comparison with me based, but it made me start thinking that I need to do certain things. Like I reflect back and I'm like, wow, I should have done certain things by this time or to get, and how did I miss that? But that also pushed me and encouraged me. You know, I might not have needed that encouraged that day, but I think seeing that made me actually think so much. And I was like, I actually know that these things I want to do, I want to even do them more. Yeah, so yeah, 50-50. Like sometimes you, you, you don't know how something will make you feel until you, you experience the thing. So you don't know how it posts or something will make you feel. You don't know the impact it might have on you until you actually see it, right? I think you just have to like be mindful of how we react to things. A therapist once told me that the best way to deal with something is to, or deal with an experience or anything that you, you come across, is to put some space between the information and reaction. So basically, when you see something or when you are told something, whatever experience you have, just see that as information and don't react to it immediately, unless it's like an emergency or something. Put some gap between your reaction and the information, like take some time to think about it first before you react. And so same thing, like when you see something online and maybe you see someone that just been promoted to a new position or their income bracket has changed, you know, based on their title, that's information. And you have some time, you can take some time to think about the information and decide how you want to react to it. Ideally, you shouldn't let that information make you look down on yourself. You should let that information hopefully inspire you or you should just get rid of the information because you probably don't need it. Like it can just be like another thing that happened that you saw that day. So it may never, it may not be useful to you. So yeah, you just have to be more, I guess a bit more guarded about ourselves so that we don't fall into, we don't fall into the trap of like, you know, looking down on yourself because you've seen certain things. Best case scenario, be happy for the person because Life is a challenge for everyone, including you, right? So, you know, the person must have gone through a challenge or may have had to go through a process to get to wherever they've gotten. So just be happy for the person that they were able to achieve that and be hopeful for yourself too that, yeah, one day you achieve more or better. And so I think that that's how I kind of see it. Like, also, it depends on how you react. Yeah, also, right, you can't, like, some people are willing to do certain kind of work and... If you're not, if you're not willing to do certain kind of work, then I guess don't start comparing yourself because everything is hard work, you know. So what we see online, what we see out there is the reward of like the hard work and tears and long nights that we don't see like in inside. So you guess just the news of, oh, I got a job at Google, but we don't know every other thing that's happened. So it's kind of like if you start comparing yourself, I guess the next question is, okay, are you willing to put in all those hours that that person puts to also get that? Do you guess? So, so also get that, but not necessarily get what the person has, but like get your own because every part is unique. So 
I think that's also something to keep in mind. Like whatever we're admiring, it's not, it's not the same way behind. So if you want that same thing, then you are willing to go through what that person has gone through. And truly, can you handle that? I agree. It's put it into perspective. Like social media is is good and it's also a tricky place to, to hang out. So I think we should all just be mindful of how we use it. I embrace social media for the good that it does. I feel like social media is really good for you know, building and and having a community. Uh, it may not feel real sometimes because they're far from you but you never know like some of those people in just profiles I like to just profile pictures you never know what you can actually become I've actually met a few people in real life that I initially met on social media and they are some of the best people so social media is great for community social media is great for inspiration so like just like what we're talking about if you see something like that that is going to be an inspirational thing for you that's enough for today thank you very much for listening we'll come to the end of the episode Thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for always uh, listening. If this is your first time, welcome again. You can find all the episodes on Acast, um, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. Please share the episode with friends. Please leave a comment and review. Share with your enemies as well, just to annoy them. You can also follow us on our social media handles um, on Instagram at TobyNifesi for me and for you at Larry Nifesi and also don't miss our next episode we're going to have a guest artist and um, an avid listener of the show so don't miss the episode you enjoyed thanks for listening have a good week bye see you next